Welcome everyone to Gavin with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. My name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 250, babe. 250, and for this milestone, ladies and gentlemen, introducing Andrew Ray. (laughs) (laughs) He's not here. He never will be. Uh, How are you, Johnny? I'm doing well, and how are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. Uh, Truly an absurd number of episodes. Uh, But yeah, I'm good otherwise. Glad to have you back in the United States. I'm back in the United States. We haven't recorded in a while. Yep, our guest you is typing loudly on his keyboard. Fighting for Everything's Israel. perfect. What's that? What? I said. Uh, no, no, it doesn't matter what I said. You said I was. I said our guest is typing loudly on his keyboard. But other than that, I said you were overseas fighting for Israel. That's oh, that's I, true. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I was on vacation, and then our guest was on vacation before that, so we don't even know each other anymore. Mm-mm. I'm looking at a fucking stranger and some bozo that we invited to be on the show. Speaking of bozos, do you want to introduce him? <laughs> I sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. I'm a fucking bozo. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> you, t- 250 times you've asked some fucking bozo to show up here. <laughs> it's hard. At a certain point, I just love you. <laughs> are- <laughs> I, love, I love the idea that that's how you respond in like. 96% of just situations in real life, like at work, at, at like, you're, be, you're being interviewed by the police. Like, I'm a fucking bozo. I don't know what you want. All right. So, hey, Joe, you know, you numbers are those, down uh, this month. Those and papers obviously, I asked you, you know, to pick up. <laughs> Wait, Johnny, what did you say? I said, hey, Joe, do you pick up those papers I asked you to? <laughs> no, I'm a fucking bozo. That's right. Uh, what do you want from me? You, I said that when you asked me about this job. I said, don't hire me. I'm a fucking bozo. <laughs> it's on my resume. I don't know I'm what a, you want from me. I'm a fucking dumb scumbag, dude. <laughs> that's your when you have to write a cover letter for a job. That's what you. That's all it is. Is I'm a fucking bozo. I don't know what you want. From me. What did you? What did you expect? Yeah. This is I your told you fault. That. You hired me. I don't. Stop. I put it all on the table. Stop Stop looking for more from me. <laughs> and then they cut to a scene of the boss being like, I'm going to give this guy a chance. He seems <laughs> he, like a... He tells it like it is. He's a real straight shooter. <laughs> he didn't go to Harvard, but he is a good lawyer. <laughs> it's very funny to think of someone who does not understand what a straight shooter is. <laughs> like, like, it's usually like, you know, fast talking, uh, you, know, you know, moving and shaker. It's not some guy who goes, I don't know what hey, this shit is and I'm fucking scared. Oh, anyway, uh, Jim Wynn, career 250 batting average. There we Excellent. Go. That's and why also, I was typing so loud, John. Yeah, you were typing so loud. It's like your microphone was in the keyboard. <laughs> I, 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 you had already started introing the podcast, and I was like, oh, shoot, people are going to be clamoring for this career two batting win average. Heads. All bit. the win heads checking in got to hear his uh, career batting average. Yeah, he died like March 26th. Oh, sorry. Uh, just listen to this podcast to know batting averages, and they're like, "I really want to know someone who has a 300 batting average." But I'll wait a year. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Wynn died uh, March 26, 2020. One of the uh, early victims of the novel coronavirus. 
I don't know if that's true, but imagine. I mean, the timing works. Uh, no cause of death was given. They're Ooh. hiding statistics. Ooh. Sounds like a COVID death. <laughs> was it in Wuhan? Uh, yeah, no, it says... He Tro- was, was in Wuhan physically fighting the virus. In was play- no, it With says here he was... He was playing in the he was playing in the Wuhan Seniors Baseball League. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, Joe, thank you for being here. Oh, sorry. Yes, thank you for having me. It's so nice to see your faces and hear your voices again. I forget that you both exist when we're not doing this. Oh, podcast. I like fully disassociate with you two completely. Classic bozo behavior. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been some time since I've seen you both. I would love to hear how your Thanksgivings were. What foods you ate. Your vacation food, Joey? We got all kinds of things to discuss. Uh, respectively, uh, lots, good, and lots. Let's James, move you on. Take James and the podcast. Uh, <laughs> guys! Um, yeah, it's been... How long, when, was our, when did we last record? It was like a month... It was well over a month ago, wasn't it? I think that it's been one week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's been a month. It's been a whole... It's been week. one month. We missed all of November. We right. we had October. Uh, it was the that's what? how months work. Yeah, and then no, no, no. September. Well, here's the thing: is they didn't used to. October means eight, but it's the tenth month. Uh, what are they not telling us? You know, that's a great point. The Joey went on his you. honeymoon for a while. <laughs> yeah, and then as soon as he started to think about coming home, I tagged out and left for three weeks. Yeah, it, and hey, good on you. That's a smart move. Yep. Uh, Joey went to New Zealand. You ate elevensies. I went to New Zealand. I ate elevensies. I uh, I'm gonna try because we prepare so well for this podcast. Obviously, I don't have it pulled up. You didn't bring roster. the food. I have a whole roster of food that I don't have prepared. But um, we ate at some delicious restaurants in New Zealand. Um, they have phenomenal steak and lamb there. We had a whole bunch of that. Auckland has all this great seafood that we had. Um, in Hobbiton, uh, we had like a nice big Hobbit buffet. A big uh, Hobbit buffet. Wouldn't it be great if you had, you had to get down on your knees to get to it? <laughs> that would again. be that would rule to be very authentic. Like you almost physically can't fit in the hall that where yeah. the food is because it's built for hobbits. Yeah, <laughs> like I did ask for this. I asked for authenticity. This is on me. This is the, my the, fault. The serving spoon is just like a regular soup spoon because for them that would be a big spoon. Yeah, and everyone, I bet, this. did everyone smell like shit there? They never talk about the hobbits cleaning themselves. They don't. And, they, and their feet are so big and furry. Yeah. yeah. No shoes um, at all. They're just stepping in goose shit all the time. We didn't really cover hobbit hygiene, which is, I think, a huge blind spot in the tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyhow. At one point on the tour, did they try to have you go into a cave so you could eat red meat off the bone? <laughs> but as soon as you got in there, everyone was dead. Montville. Uh, <laughs> my cousin Barton will kill us a royal welcome. Uh, no, uh, but we had Lembus bread, and then uh, guess what? More Lembus bread. More Lembus bread. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. Um, we back in Auckland. We ate at a restaurant called Hello Beastie. Uh, look it up. I'm not going to tell you anything else about it. It's, it's great. where at the tables around you, everyone's having sex with animals. <laughs> oh, hello, Beastie. Uh, it's where everyone's fighting the Kraken. That's your dinner, <laughs> is that you fight the Kraken. Um, and then we, for our anniversary dinner, we ate at a restaurant called Sales in Auckland. Uh, had a nice tasting menu there. Is that AWOL Nation's restaurant? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I have no addition to the bit. That's a great bit, James. <laughs> That's a great question. Asked and answered. Um, and then in Fiji, which is a three-hour flight from Auckland, uh, lots more good food at a resort. Did you watch Suits on the plane? Didn't watch Suits on the plane. Hmm. This is foreshadowing what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> no, I I played a lot of Civilization on the plane and watched uh, Citizen Kane and... You watched uh, Citizen Kane on the plane? I watched Citizen Kane on Kane the plane. on the plane? Uh, and the rain in the on the plane fell mainly by the Spain. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I watched Citizen Kane. I watched Blade Runner 2049. I watched Lord of the Rings The Two Towers because we had already watched Fellowship of the Ring. There were so many movies because it, all, all told, we spent, I'm going to say, a million hours on planes So <laughs> that for the whole correct. duration of the trip. Uh, it was a blast. If you ever have occasion to get to New Zealand or Fiji, absolutely do it. It's great. Did you see the Survivor set? Did not. And as we were, we, we did take a, uh, a jet ski safari, which was awesome. Uh, Those are just two words. Joe, what, yeah. Joe, what the what the? Did you just, you, so you rode a safari around the, on land. What the heck is a jet ski safari? You might be asking. I can sense it on both your faces. Uh, can jet you ski sense safari. Because we both explicitly asked. Yeah. <laughs> Let me finish. We both derisively made fun of the idea of a jet ski safari. Well, because it's not it's not what you think. You get on a jet ski and you then ride it. Uh, tomorrow i have to go to the office i'm going to take a subway safari (laughs) yeah i didn't know we could just throw safari on the end of anything the jet ski safari is you take the jet ski out of this little like bay where the um resort is you ride along the coast it is choppy at first and scary as shit and then you get to like a smooth a smooth area where you can just gun it and it's awesome uh, and then you walk around. They have the Robinson. They call it the Robinson Crusoe Island. It's like another separate. Is resort. it because there's a man trapped there and they won't let him <laughs> off? Yeah, because they they call it the Robinson Crusoe Island because it's a the ones who walk away from Omalas situation where one man has to be tortured, <laughs> despite the fact that civilization exists around him. <laughs> and then uh, so that was a blast. The other thing we did that was meant to be fun and wound up being torturous was. Uh, coral planting which involves snorkeling and snorkeling is just waterboarding (laughs) (laughs) yeah snorkeling is very hard if you're not trying to dive to the bottom and plant things which i'm assuming is what coral planting is you have to go all the way to the bottom you know and that's and that's another misnomer james you don't have to go all the way to bottom but you have to go down and plant coral (laughs) yeah that that is go below snorkel level yeah (laughs) so but these things they, what they, what no one's, so I jump in and I immediately start panicking because I'm like gagging on the fucking <laughs> tube thing. Have you never been snorkeling before? No. Oh, buddy. Yeah, that's all part of it. Okay, so, <laughs> but no one was the, like. The thing that's too big for your mouth to be open, but that's the only way to breathe. So but you it also leaks. So you swallow and not swallow. It's a fun so so I'm getting water both in my nose and my mouth, and I'm like, well, fuck this. What no one said at any point was, oh, just don't use the tube, hold your breath, and like go, which I eventually got to, and that worked out fine. But yeah. like, <laughs> Did but your like, snorkel have a thing on the top, or was it open at the top? What do you mean? They're all, Johnny, even, with, even if they have a thing at the top, it doesn't mean, I, I feel like, Joe, I feel like 
not trying to breathe <laughs> when you go underwater should have been pretty self-explanatory. That should have no. been. <laughs> no, I like my thing. I feel like I feel like you can't get mad at anybody no, 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 but no. yourself here. No, I'm okay. I'm allowed to think that I could have breathed if the thing is sticking up out of the water. Yeah, but if you go if you go down, no, 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 that's still... not what I'm talking about. I I was getting water in my nose and mouth with it just sticking up and out because oh, yeah, my mask no, that, was that can't happen. My mask was leaky and so was the fucking tube. So eventually, I just abandoned the tube and had a great time. But I'm picturing this. Like it's a big truck that has one of those giant antennas, and your snorkel is like six feet long. <laughs> it, it connects back to the bar in the yeah. resort, <laughs> so someone can pour shots down there, and I can have fun. Uh, well, we did that, and Amanda was a champ at that, and she was great. And then later, I was like, I want to go try again because I failed the first time. I'd like to do better, and. What they will allow you to do after you do that is you can just show back up to the place where you get like snorkeling gear and be like, we would like to go snorkel unsupervised, please. And they go, sure, just write down your name first. That's the security system. That's the end <laughs> well, of their I mean, liability what's check. What are they, where are you going to go, Joe? And like what lucrative? So what do you, <laughs> what do you so, think they're going to like? Oh, God, we've been planning this snorkel heist for months. <laughs> no, no, I just mean from a safety... I think we need, one, safety... more <laughs> I think we need, I think one, we need one more guy. Yeah, from a... Anyway, so we go in the bay outside of the resort is like, you know, a bunch of reefs that you can go like swim around. And uh, was much better at the swimming and snorkeling portion this time around, uh, but was much worse at the not being terrified at the fact that the entire fucking ocean is on your left. <laughs> so every like couple minutes, I turn and look and be like, "There's the whole world right there." Yeah, all that's, c- a, that's a it, fun, freaky feeling to have. It could all reach up and grab me down, and I, I'd be none the wiser. Um, There's literally so, thousands of things out there that can that can't wait to kill me. And, yeah, yeah, and taste my sweet little meat. Yeah. Uh, the Joe, point what is, what was the name of your resort? I want to Google Maps it. Uh, Natadola Bay. N a t a d o l a bay. It's um, a golf course. The point is, uh, the ocean sucks. It's one of the top hundred golf courses in Fiji. I wonder how yeah. many golf courses are in Fiji. One hundred and one. Top yeah. hundred. I think I've told this on there, but my favorite Chinese restaurant in my college town uh, had a sign up on the wall that said, uh, "Voted top three best Chinese food restaurants." In Blacksburg, and uh, they were generously five. <laughs> One of those was a PF Chang's. Um, yeah, Joe, I welcome you to the uh, to the world of knowing that <laughs> that snorkeling is, for the most part, a scam, and it is right. It is always brutal. Yeah, beautiful, so, fun yeah. sometimes, but yeah, you figured it out. It's way better just to hold your breath in thirty second intervals. Look yeah. down. Come back yeah. up, catch your breath, and then just look down again. Yeah. And I've done it multiple times successfully because I'm yeah. not a big dumb oaf. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember, John. I'm a fucking bozo. So <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The the <laughs> aforementioned intro to the podcast, John. Yeah. Yeah. They made me write that down when I signed out the, the snorkeling gear. Uh, there's a box that you check. Are you a fucking bozo? And I had to check that. That was, <laughs> that was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> and then you were back in time for Thanksgiving, yeah? Was back in time for Thanksgiving. I nailed. This is the best potatoes I'd ever done. Nice. Uh, I did the Julie Child um, braise, two whole heads of garlic in butter, and then you um, blend all that up, 
basically make a roux. You add um, uh, some flour and some milk and add that hot mixture to the rice potatoes. Perfectly fluffy, perfectly seasoned, truly a delicious endeavor. You put flour in the mashed potatoes? Yeah, in, that's interesting. In the roux that then is added to the mashed potatoes. Huh. It's like a garlic butter roux. Um, and Amanda nailed the turkey. Uh, Amanda's mom brought a ham. Uh, we had delicious Hawaiian bread stuffing and uh, sweet sweet potatoes. It was great. Great Thanksgiving. Wow. I will pass the talking lovely. stick now to James. James, it's your turn. You have to tell about Thanksgiving now. Um, yeah, while you two were off gallivanting across the world, I was here holding down the home front, okay, <laughs> defending uh, enemies, not foreign, but domestic. All right. Making was, rivets? Yeah. I was so wait, sorry, the you were defending the enemies? What, you know what I'm saying, all right? <laughs> you cowards were off, and I was here, standing my post. Oh, okay? yeah, you, you, you were, me you're on definitely... That wall. You need me on that wall. You were you were doing sort of a stand your ground law thing. Yes. Yeah. I was shooting anyone who came close to my house on the street. Right. It's castle doctrine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. No. Yeah. I don't know. I've I've been I the the highlight of my food adventures was Thanksgiving, where I took on the absolute lion's share of cooking. Um, I gotta be honest, I think I nailed it. I think I did okay. pretty fucking good. I made the turkey, I made the mashed potatoes, I made the green bean casserole, I made the mac and cheese, I made the crabbies, I made... What else did I make? I think that might have been it. I made all that. It was okay. amazing. Um, I made the turkey in the way that uh, Psycho Johnny taught me. That's right. Um, <laughs> Before right, I left, Jimmy and have... I got drinks, and I made him a Google Doc, and I showed him every... It was beautiful. You sure did, and thank you so much for that. I used, like, 65% of it. That's um, great. That's at a the, perfect amount. Yeah. At the, <laughs> at the 11th hour, I found a different video that made the same... Essentially the same recipe, and the way he showed how to butcher was more clear-cut and a little bit... Talked through it a little bit more. And I loved it. Um, but yeah, so Tuesday night, I butchered the turkey. Um, I stripped the skin off. I took the breasts off. I cut the legs out. So I had the legs, the breasts, uh, all that. Then I rolled the breast in the skin to make a roulade or a porchetta-type uh, turkey log, essentially. Wednesday, I uh, roasted the carcass with the neck uh, and the wishbone on a pan, threw those into a pot, um and then roasted some vegetables on the same pan um started a stock with the vegetables and the uh carcass and then deglazed the pan and poured all that brown goodness into that made a delicious stock then um thursday i really i w- i basically was cooking from 11 in the morning until 5:15 Damn. Um, at night, I have my my schedule here. Um, it was it was great. I, yeah, so I made I don't know. I, I cooked all of it. It was awesome. The the roulade I uh, pan seared and then um, cooked in the oven for two hours. The turkey legs were braised in red wine with Ooh. the turkey stock that I made the day before. Yes. Um, I made mashed potatoes. Um, I I like an earthier. A more hearty mashed potato ver- versus your fluffier thing. So mine were just uh, like I don't skin them and I don't rice them. I just 
make him in a um what is it called a worse way uh no pretty much more <laughs> delicious way i did roast two heads of garlic and then poured um and then popped some of the things of garlic into the uh mashed potatoes when they were done nice. cooking mash them all up delicious wonderful um i made the best crabbies my mom who taught me how to make crabbies said they were the best crabbies she's ever had uh i did i flaunt that in my sister's face the next day when i saw her you yes. bet your fucking ass i did uh of course. threw it right in her face um what else did i what else was good it was awesome i was very happy with all of it um did you enjoy the legs or the roulade better um i i didn't end up eating the legs i barely the legs were really good but i barely had any of the legs um at the time at actual dinner when like when it was fresh because i was so stuffed with other stuff i did the one mistake i did make and i have it in my notes for next year was i cut the roulade too thick so Mm. everyone's slice of roulade was a little too thick and would have been better served being a little thinner and i would lower the uh the internal temperature that i aim for because i went for 160 internal and i think even that was a little too overdone carried over yeah yeah no it it, the 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 highest it got with the carryover was 160 but even with that it was still too much. I think because the probe was in the thickest part. So only the thickest part got to 160 and everything else got a little yeah, 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 more. Right. So I would I would aim for like 155. And How just, thick did you slice the turkey? Um, I don't know. I, the I measurement. remember seeing the photos. Maybe like what? Like almost an inch? Not quite. Yeah. No, it was like an inch. Yeah, it was probably So you were an able inch. to use your own uh, penis for a measure yeah, stick? Yeah. I just <laughs> put my penis down six times. I was like, here you go. Um. And yeah, I would. They just the the way they were cut, like it just made bites a little too big. Does that make sense? Yeah, right. You you wanted to go probably like half an inch to three quarters of an inch. Yeah, yeah. I should have used. I would use like Joe's penis or your. There penis it is. For, for <laughs> nice, 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 um, nice, nice. Alley-oop. Yeah, I was. I was just pumped. I was. I was honestly pretty pumped with how I managed the kitchen. There was only only a little bit of. Only one time did I snap at Olivia um, because she's... Did you ever say behind? Yeah, yeah. corner. (laughs) There's no corners in my kitchen. Um, Chef, get off my fucking station (laughs) now. Fire everything. (laughs) Get the zoo. Um, Yeah, it was great. It was super fun. It was uh, crashed by my 85-year-old fascist um, Brazilian cousin. That was fun. Um, He just Wait, that's true? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I thought you were doing a bit. Oh, that's no, awesome. Dude. No, my aunt died uh, like five days before Thanksgiving. Um, and so he came into town for the funeral. He stayed the whole week. He had nowhere to go. So we had to invite him. And then he gave a speech about how um, Trump is great and he's going to stop China from taking over the world, which honestly kind of made it feel like Thanksgiving. Did he get a standing O? Uh, he did not. He got he got a bunch of polite smiles. He delivered it all in broken English, so it was all yeah. Um, it was if all I had very there, surreal and fun. I would have given him a standing up. <laughs> Do we think that he is jazzed or not about Henry Kissinger's death? Do you think he has enough nuance to know to be excited about that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. I don't know because if I don't he's know worried where he about China, Kissinger. He's a very, he's, he was a very nice man. Very sweet. He was very nice. Kissinger, I agree. 
yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Kissinger was there. He said, "This is the best. I hope this is my last turkey because this is the best turkey." And it was. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's funny because if he's worried about China, that is kind of Kissinger's fault. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll 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 hit up my cousin and be like, "Hey, dude, what's up?" Yeah, how hey, about, how you feel about the kiss? <laughs> Oh my God! That's what the band was named after. It's short <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, People accidentally think it's Kids in Satan Service. That's a myth. You no, can no, look no. It up. It's, it's kids named after Kissinger. Inger. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, might, I that was it. And then uh, the rest of the weekend, I didn't sleep at all. That I was, I was nervous. And then my sleeping was off. And then I got really, I got pretty drunk on Saturday night. And then I woke up on Sunday, and I was sick. And I've been sick since. And I'm still dealing with the cough from that. So nice. Yeah, that is nice. Uh, Johnny, I think it's it's your turn. turn. I uh, don't believe in anything this country stands for. So I got out of (laughs) here. I was in Argentina for three weeks, uh, which was great. It was very fun. Uh, The Argentinian uh, government is in a state of chaos. There was an election when I was there. Uh, Did you vote? No, I don't think How so. How did you vote? But James, uh, he he couldn't vote because the election was about his presence there. Should we keep this guy or not? <laughs> right, yeah. And they all went, "No, pass." Uh the inflation that plagues Argentina only went up when I was there. So, nice. bad for their people, real good for stretching my dollar. <laughs> we drank a lot of wine, we ate a lot of steak, ate a lot of empanadas. Uh went to some nice meals. Uh, made some terrible sandwiches that we ate on the most beautiful mountains that I've ever been on. Well, so what made these, the sandwiches so terrible? Sandwiches? Uh, well, so uh, when we were in Argentinian Patagonia, the hotel we were staying at, you could do a thing where you paid them the night before and they gave you like a boxed lunch to hike with. And those were great. It's like ham and cheese sandwiches. Uh, when we were in Chilean Patagonia, the hotel did not do that. And we had to go to a grocery store and uh, had the driest rolls with peanut butter, but it was chocolate peanut butter, but it tasted like a weird watered-down version of chocolate peanut butter. And somehow they were the driest sandwiches that I've ever eaten in my life with some, like, cashews and Chex Mix. Not Chex Mix, Trail Mix. Um, but it was just the driest sandwich I've ever eaten in my life, and it's my own fault. But Damn. We, were, we were on a mountain, and it was beautiful. Uh, Patagonia is the most beautiful place I've ever been, and I highly recommend it if you ever find yourself... Near the bottom of the world. <laughs> uh, and that's where they make the clothes? That's right, yes. Okay, nice. <laughs> that's right. I was wearing my Patagonia jacket, and we hiked, and we saw the mountains that are the uh, like actual like logo. And so Damn. I would just like go up to people, and I'd point, and I'd go, huh? <laughs> and then I'd look at my shirt, and I'd go, huh? huh? And then I'd give a thumbs up, and then I'd walk away. I bet they were like, oh, he didn't even go here. He's not even an alum. <laughs> Uh, he's, a, he's a Walmart Patagonia fan. Is an American company, and I wonder how they feel about it down there. <laughs> These are the questions. Yeah. Um, John, when you were in Chilean Patagonia, did you get yeah. the baby back ribs? Because <laughs> <laughs> of Chili's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I didn't. But Chili's actually was named for Chilean Patagonia. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It was originally called Puerto Natales, which is where we <laughs> stayed, and they said, that's too hard. Make it Chili's. Quiero más uh, dos bebé. No, what's what's the word for back? Back? Yeah. 
Oh, I have no <laughs> idea. I did uh, 180 days of Duolingo straight and went to Argentina like I had never heard a word of Spanish in my life. <laughs> I'm so bad at languages and just like... Also, I think the way that like Argentinians and Pat- and, and like Chileans speak is different enough. Yeah, it's, it's their fault, John. From like the Mexican version. When I was in Mexico, I did a little better. But like people would say sentences to me, and I would just go, "Lo siento." <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand a word you're saying. All you need is "I'm sorry" and you're fine, and then you can just kind of do whatever you want in these places. Just, uh, just for reference, Johnny, if if and when you go back to Argentina yeah. and you want to ask, or to Chile rather, and, and you want to ask for them, it's a uh, "Quiero mis costillitas." Ah, be. very good. And but you do you sort of fit that into the quiero mis costitas, 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 quiero mis costi, you know, and you sort of weave it into the song. Yes, very yeah, good. Joe gets it. <laughs> Thank you, um, Google Translate. Uh, whenever we travel, uh, as you as you know, and I think as the listener knows, in our kitchen we have hot dog wall art that shows <laughs> hot dogs from all over the world, and so we wanted to get an Ar- Argentinian hot dog, and so on the last couple of days there, we're in Buenos Aires. And uh, we saw that there was a restaurant near our place called Goal Hot Dog. Goal <laughs> exclamation point hot dog. It was filled with soccer players. The hot dogs were fine. And, uh, uh, and, and I remarked that that is uh, the top of every resume that I've ever sent out. Is that my goal is to have hot dog. Yeah. Objective, hot dog. <laughs> Please and thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, it sounded like a hell of a trip, Johnny. It looked like a blast. We had a great time. On Thanksgiving Day, we went and tried to do the most American thing we could do. Well, we went on a 20-kilometer hike. I don't know how many miles that is. I think Probably it's 300. like 400, yeah, 416 yeah. miles. Uh, so then we got back at like 9 p.m. Sun's still up, which is a beautiful thing about the end of the world, is that the sun is up for a very long time this time of year. Uh, and we went to a restaurant and had uh, burgers and beers. And it was very nice. Outstanding. God, what a great... Awesome. Thanksgiving in a place that does not understand it. Right, yeah. So we had some burgers on Thanksgiving. Maybe understand is the wrong thing. Celebrate's probably the better representation. No, sure they understand no, there are a bunch it. of dumb South Americans. We, do, we get what you were <laughs> Those saying, Those Argentinians Joe. think I'm just some dumb hick. <laughs> yeah. They said yeah, that no, to Joe, me. We, we know what your thoughts on the Argentinians are. You were telling us before the before the show. They, I go down to I go down to Argentina and they stamp my passports as fucking bozo. <laughs> um, yeah, but it says it in Spanish, so it's cool. It's got an accent over it. <laughs> Puta bozo, <laughs> bozo. <laughs> it's bozo, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Argentinian Spanish just has that little bit of Portuguese to yeah, it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Johnny, what was the best thing you ate down there? Hmm. Um, we did a nice meal in Mendoza, which is wine country, which is where most of the Malbec in the world comes from. Uh, and we went to a tasting menu that was called Azafran, that was exceptionally good. Uh. I started off and had these like beef dumplings that were just made with like all different parts of the cow in a dumpling, uh, and there was it was very good. And then we had, uh, I think probably the best steak of the trip. We had a, a tenderloin that was just incredibly well cooked. Most places where I tried to order a steak, uh, ojo de beef, which is a ribeye, is like the like popular Argentinian, and you can get that anywhere. And I ordered it a couple times. The first time I ordered it, medium rare. 
And it was the rarest steak I've ever had in my life. It was so <laughs> insanely rare. And I'm like, all right. The next time I got it medium uh, and it was overcooked. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> and, got it. Uh, so, they, so their scale is just very different. You, you go and look up the Argentine scale. It's the same words, but they're all shifted like two places to either direction. So yeah. that they no, don't I like, actually No, Joe, I like up. to think it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like the... Uh, the bell at the end of men in black that has the galaxy in it. So it's like our, in between our medium and our medium rare, you yeah. zoom in and their entire spectrum is there. And then you <laughs> zoom in further and, and there's yeah. another entire spectrum on the inside. Yeah. Steak is infinite there in a yeah, way that yeah, you yeah, couldn't yeah. comprehend. Uh, Argentina also has the most amount of pizza places per capita. It might be Buenos Aires. There's just a pizza place all over like every corner and it's a very specific style of pizza. It's like light on the sauce, heavy on the cheese, and lots of onions. Ooh, um, sounds like my good. kind of pizza. It's good. It's not great. Uh, it looks like it's called fugazza. That's right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Argentina, skip it from Johnny. <laughs> John, John's official John's review. John's travel review. Pizza, not that good. Don't need to go there. John's official review of Argentina. Gross. <laughs> Thumbs down. I'm moving on. Sad, sad exclamation point. <laughs> I think maybe the best thing I ate though, there were just we had so many different empanadas, and empanadas are incredible. They're so good. You kind of can't go wrong. Yeah. yeah. The, whatever whatever your country's pocketed dumplinged food is, I'm gonna give it a shot, and I'm gonna love it. Yeah, it was great. Hell of a trip, um, buddy. It was a great trip. I'm, I'm I was thrilled to go, and I'm thrilled to be back. And here we are. <laughs> and speaking of people that are thrilled, should we talk about the hit movie Chev? Yes. We've never talked about it before, and now feels like the perfect time. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about the movie Chef on the show so many times, uh, but he's here to make one more thing from it, which how, was an ins- Sorry. How old do you think the Chef pluralization Chev's bit is? Because I think in, in the lore of this podcast, it's at, it's got to be at least like four or five years old. <laughs> I mean, I think we uh, did it at least two or three years ago. <laughs> I think, yeah, I was going to say, it's probably about 200 episodes ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, do you remember why we do it? I don't remember why we did it. I think it was just because, I'll say me, because it's dumb enough to be me, thought that there, it would be funny to pluralize chef as chefs and probably shoehorned a bit into a conversation that was already going elsewhere. And uh, <laughs> that that's what, like, that's what yeah, leads that us sound, to this. That doesn't sound anything like you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, Chev is a fine film. We've talked about it plenty. This was an insane... At the point in the movie, this is like towards the end. He wants to prove that he can cook. I don't remember this. Oh, really? He gets kicked out of his own restaurant and then tries to go back with like a huge plate of food that he made and shove it in Dustin Hoffman's face. It's towards the... I'd say it's like two-thirds to... I don't know where it is in the movie. I, I think it's around there. This is and this isn't the meal that he makes in the beginning to like try to put stuff on the menu. No, it is not that. I don't remember this even a little bit. Uh I don't either because I've not seen the movie. <laughs> okay. That's a good reason to not see it. <laughs> uh but he makes a ton of stuff. So he makes pork belly, steak, roasted cauliflower, zucchini, corn, potatoes, a dessert of berries, uh, E, uh, octopus he makes a ton of stuff yeah it's uh it's a lot it, it i mean it all looks delicious for what it's worth but on some of them i think the juice is definitely not worth the squeeze the first comment 
in the video, it's like he's he made a mistake with a link and he said, Oops, it's binging with babish.com slash cookware. Don't stay up all night editing, kids. And like th- multiple times throughout the uh, episode, you see that it's like a multi day experience and he's doing it late at night, like to meet a deadline. So this one took, I think, forever. This was yeah. an absurd amount of work. I mean, just like just the number of sauces he had to make and all these different things, like it just didn't. That was. This is this is gonna sound like a shitty comment for 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 the movie like for a chef trying to prove that they're still like a chef. There wasn't anything in here that seemed overly difficult. Seemed like a fuck you to yeah like nothing that was like required a ton of like unbelievable skill. There was a, there were a lot of interesting flavor profiles and things like that, and maybe that's what he. Was trying to like that was showing thing, off a breadth but, of yeah, skills. but there was nothing like technical or overly difficult. Right. It was just a it, it was just a lot of cooking. Yeah. It was yeah. Just, yeah. Maybe, maybe it was what it was is that of cooking. He was saying, "Hey, I can do forty eight hours worth of cooking in about six minutes." Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's what. It, maybe it was all in a day, and he just is able to time manage and knows but how to if, do all this shit. If what I understand about the movie is correct, he didn't have to do any of this because he's like what sleeping with Scarlett Johansson, like right, like and Sofia Vergara. Yeah. Right. So, so who, what else do you have to prove, my man? <laughs> You're set. <laughs> we we get it. You swing hog. Enough. <laughs> we get it. You wrote the movie. <laughs> <laughs> And I and I cook so fucking good, and I and I fuck all these hot ladies, and I'm so about. good at cooking. <laughs> I'm and so then I cook good. on wheels, <laughs> and I direct Iron other Man. Places. Um, should we talk about each dish, or should we just say there's a lot of food here? I mean, we're already 38 minutes in here. If we do each dish, we're gonna be we're gonna roll I'm, into episode 251. Like, I'm I'm comfortable with us acknowledging that there were a lot of dishes yeah, made. I, I think I, maybe I, if we if I we want to more of like a vibes discussion than it yeah. is. All right. a, yeah. So let's talk. Let's let's ask. Okay, so he makes three main mains. So he makes pork belly, uh, a dry aged ribeye, and then a stir fry of octopus. Which one of those was most appealing to you? Um, the most appealing was the pork belly, but I want to try that octopus. That looked really interesting. The octopus is definitely the thing that I would balk at initially, and thus the thing I definitely should try. But my mind autom- automatically gravitated towards the pork belly. Mm. Yeah, the pork belly does look good. And then the steak, he's just made steaks so many times on the show, and like a yeah. dry-aged ribeye, and maybe it's just because I've come from uh, eating an amount of steak that my cardiologist will definitely not be happy with. <laughs> um, but it just doesn't appeal to me at the moment. Sure. Sideswise, I thought, uh, again, an obvious choice, the, bar- the butter-roasted garlic potatoes, but I am also interested in the sumac cauliflower because he said that that was kind of a surprise favorite yeah cauliflower with sumac on it sounds interesting to me i like that idea a lot. i have no idea what sumac is or tastes like so i do not want to try that i wanted to go for <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to go the thing that i was intrigued by was just his i mean the quote-unquote corn salad it was literally just corn with salt and lime juice on it yeah. roasted like or grilled corn with and that honestly sounded really good like in the uh, summertime, that that seems like great. a light, delicious side. Yeah, absolutely. James, for what it's worth, um, uh, sumac is an essential spice in Middle Eastern cooking. It's tangy, smoky, earthy, and slightly sour. But I mean, I can't. I just this is just what I'm remembering. Yeah, it tastes a little yeah. bit lemony too, which is nice. <laughs> okay, 
I'll the check it red out. Red hue, fruity, citrusy flavor. Again, just kind of what I remember about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. the thing I love, Joe, is how when you remember things, you have to look off and to the left slightly. Um, yeah, that's my remembering yeah, face. Yeah, and your eyes, your eyes always seem to move left to right and then slightly down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> usually you before remember, you, you remember, remember something, things. before you remember something, you get a loud keyboard sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to call and how sometimes it. you say sometimes when you remember things you say hold on i remember it but there's an ad <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny to, to like try and cover up the typing sound i try and like cough over it but because that leaves me typing with one hand I, I, it like takes so much longer <laughs> i gotta cough so much more <laughs> uh, right so the Taxonomy of Roos has a long history with Dick Hendel proposing <laughs> a subgenic classification with this five was... sections in eighteen twenty-five. This is just about the like taxonomy of uh, sumac, which I I read about a while back. So I'm just kind of <laughs> just what I recall. Yeah. Um, this is one of the episodes that, like, I think part of the fun of this show has always been like, man, it'd be so cool if this was my job. This is one of those episodes where I do not want this to be my job. <laughs> yeah. Because, Agreed. like you said, this seems like it was a multi-day, like, brutal slog to get all these things. Because it was just a bunch of shit over and over and over. And just, like, just to put it out and be like, here you go, I guess, like. When right. we first started doing this podcast, or when we first started talking about him, even before, I think, uh, we started doing the podcast, before like YouTube like cooking was looked at as like a potential career for people, I think one of the things that we looked at it as appealing was like, man, he probably works like three hours a week, makes a video, uh, and that was never true. But right. things like this show it to be extra not true. It definitely. This is he. I mean, and this is this speaks to a lot of like um, successful content creators where the amount like the amount of success increases the amount of work that they have to do yes. to, to like maintain that success. It's right. like, yes. it's a, it's a proportional growth. Like in the beginning when he was doing one video a week and it was a, like, it was like, Oh, here's, here's this one dish from here's, this here's one part chicken. of the movie. Yeah. He wasn't doing, this is like six dishes with three main dishes with six sides all different cooking, ta- like all this weird stuff. It was just like, like a oh. mess of sauces. Like the number of utensils used in just that alone is yeah. like is two hundred percent increase from just whatever. I don't know. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, and it's a great way to stay in shape. I think you should keep doing. <laughs> um, do you guys want to correspond with a coward? Oh yeah, sure do. We have one with whom to correspond. Uh, comes to us from our buddy Ian. Uh, Ian says, uh, podcast email. Hey, Gabbing guys. Sorry for the lack of emails lately, but I felt a little weird sending so many uh, since I've only been a fan since episode 120 and not the beginning. Ian, you're doing great. <laughs> Either way, I thought the Genshin Impact episode was pretty funny because at the moment, there's also a Genshin sound going pretty viral on TikTok to the point where the NFL put out a TikTok using it. And it just kind of blew my mind. So, dumb conversation starter question. Uh, dumb conversation starter question. If you've got to choose, yeah, Ian, we got to talk about your punctuation. So, <laughs> are you blaming him yeah, for your sure, lack of ability Ian's to fault, read, Joe? This is Ian's fault, guys. I'm a man. 
right? I'm a grown adult. And as aforementioned, a fucking bozo. So, so leave me be. So, dumb conversation starter question. If you've got to choose to secrete a liquid from each of your fingers, what would you pick? Thanks, Ooh. Ian. I do not have an iPhone. Now, I will say, I would ima- parameters for this... I believe you have to. I think you would have to secrete the same liquid from all fingers. Ooh, okay. That was going to be my question. Was no, 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 no. Wait, I know. I like a different. I like. I like different liquids from each fingers. Yeah, no. I I would love it to look like a like a soda dispenser, but no, no, no. Because the 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 uh, the conversation starter that I've always used is if you had had liquid come out of each nipple, what would it be? And it's two different liquids. Okay. I feel like this is five different liquids. I think. I think. Well, no, my nipple question. Is it is it five different liquids or is it ten? Because I I think read the question again. If you if you've got to choose to secrete a liquid from each of your fingers, what would you pick? That's each Hmm. of your fingers. So I think it's. I think I think for simplicity's sake, we should do either two or five because ten is insane. I think we do five. Okay, number one with a bullet. Come, hang on, but no, but hang on. Here's my question: Does secreting this liquid? Yeah. Is it restorative to us? Can we ingest it and it is cal- caloric positive, yeah. caloric positive, or producing it does it cost us and does it make us like if I if I secreted water, am am I dehydrating myself? No, you're not. Okay. Yeah, wait. Oh, I you're see. A, you're an, you're a you're a res- you're this a is essentially resource. this is essentially magical liquid coming out of yes, my fingers. Absolutely. A re- you're a renewable resource. That's yeah. You know what? That's right. That's more fun. It is. Oh, it's way. More, it's way more fun if it's if it's yeah. a, if it's just magic fingers. Also, yes. okay. I think you can control what temperature things come out. I, that was going to be my next question. Because number one, with a bullet out of my pointer finger, ice cold fountain diet coke, baby, right here, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, in my mouth all day. <laughs> you looking like you're deep in thought? <laughs> because one time, <laughs> just one time we're having this conversation, and a friend said. Uh, which I thought was a great answer, was slightly too strong margarita because it's going to come out at body temp. And then when you put an ice cube on it, perfect margarita. I'm like, that's a great answer. Ooh. But I think you can also assume whatever temp you want. All right. I got mine. I'm doing... I'm you guys doing, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to need a minute. Thumb. Thumb, I'm doing room temperature water. Okay. It doesn't Why need room to be icy, but it, it's going to... I'm going to... you know, James just, doesn't drink cold water. I do occasionally, but sometimes it's too cold. And, you know, like if... It's better for for rehydrating if it's at room temperature. Not to me. <laughs> Pointer, I'm going uh, ice cold fountain diet coke. Sure. Uh, <laughs> this is where it starts to get a little wacky. Middle finger, I'm going peanut butter sauce. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that goes in Sundays, give me that. Yeah, give me peanut butter sauce. Um. <clears throat> Another liquid. Oh, uh, um, buffalo sauce is the okay. other one. And ring then, finger buffalo sauce. What'd you say? Ring finger buffalo sauce. Ring, uh, yeah, whatever. Ring finger buffalo sauce. <laughs> yeah, just, just kind of <laughs> squirt it out there. Squirting it so down. <laughs> and then, ooh, I'm trying to. Let me hear some of yours because maybe, maybe I'm going the wrong direction. On okay, this. so. So whenever we ask this question, Ooh, uh, em- sorry, go ahead. It's going to be some sort of booze coming out of the yeah. out of the pinky. Right there, you go. Yep. So booze is a common one. Uh, Emily usually goes survivor nipples, which are water and sunscreen. 
Well, that was going to be a question of mine is what constitutes a liquid, right? Is a viscous sort of almost gel-like thing still count like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think peanut butter I, I think sauce. You, could do you could put like, you could have dolce de leche come out yeah, if you yeah, wanted yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Peanut butter sauce is a great example. <laughs> also, uh, we were asking this question pretty early on in our relationship. And she asked her sister over text message, who I had not met yet at the time. And yeah. her sister immediately responds and says, egg yolk and honey mustard, which <laughs> I thought was wild. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, the only um, one I know for sure right now is that my middle finger is pissed so that I, when I flick you off, I can also <laughs> cover you in piss. Yep. Uh, I go, so I'm going to extrapolate my nipple answers usually, and I got more now, so I'll do a couple extras. Uh, I go money making. And so number one is horseshoe crab blood. <laughs> which is uh i think like sixty thousand dollars per gallon mm. hell yeah uh and then i'm gonna go even further than that i'm gonna do scorpion venom because i think that's like 39 million dollars a gallon damn aren't you worried that you producing it is immediately gonna tank the value of these things i mean i'll sell them quietly <laughs> yeah you know other people want to make a splash in the market james not johnny johnny i feel like you're gonna get i feel like the u.s government's gonna come in and chop off your fingers bud for, for <laughs> just for price control ah like i'm jamie lannister <laughs> um i for number three i'm gonna go uh pappy van winkle okay uh because it's not only expensive but it's also delicious yeah uh number four i'm gonna go water yep because I think that's smart. Uh, and then number five, I think I'm going. Uh, so I already have my money making. I'll still go one more for money. Insulin. <laughs> okay. Wow, you're going to charge people for insulin, John? That's pretty yeah. fucked up, dude. No, no, wow, no. This John, one's to give away. The first this, two fingers oh, this are one's, for. This one's, <laughs> this one's the just first your... two fingers are for profit. This old, one is for charity. Oh, John Perdumen over here. <laughs> um. Do, all right, so Johnny, you went financial. James, you went a little bit more, but also personal. survival. I also nu- threw water. Nutritional. There, so. I'm just gonna go piss, 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 piss. Come. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've done it. <laughs> That's it, <laughs> guys. Uh, I feel like the podcast, and how could you not with that piss, 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 come ender. Uh, <laughs> Please like and subscribe. We could Give not be this. more fucking that would back. Be, if, if this show had a coat of arms, it would just say piss, 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 come, but it would be in Latin. It would be like pissinus, 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 cumbinus. Give us those five star reviews. If you want to send us your. Five liquids that you would excrete from your fingers. Send those to Gavin McBavish at gmail dot. How do you how do you Five say fucking bozo in Latin? What are yours? You didn't send us yours. How do you say fucking bozo in Latin? <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. 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 bye.